0: Welcome to the SCORE Life and Health Innovation Podcast. Here we explore how innovation is driving change around the world in our life and health ecosystem. My name is Rebecca Zinn, Chief Partnership Officer for South Asia SCORE Life and your host for today. Our world is changing rapidly and we want to come together with you to explore those changes and embrace transformation with SCORE. As one of the world's largest reinsurers, SCORE provides insurance companies with diverse and innovative solutions focused on the art and science of risk. Combining technical expertise and experience, SCORE leverages global know how in over 80 countries focused on the life and health insurance industry. Today, with me, we have Jackie Liu, the Chief Medical Officer for Bowtie Live Insurance Company based in Hong Kong. We recently partnered with Bowtie and Take Two on an innovative cancer screening solution that offers over 1,000 of its selected live insurance customers to conduct a Take Two prophecy test for nasopharyngeal cancer. Welcome, Jackie, and thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me, Rebecca. It's a pleasure to be here to share about what we're doing at Bowtie uh, to your wider audience.
0: Great, so maybe we could start to let our audience to understand a little bit more about your background and the journey of Bowtie, especially focusing on its health strategy as a very young digital insurance company.
1: Um, yeah, so about a little bit about myself. I studied medicine back in UK. I was trained as an acute physician um, and practiced in the NHS for 10 years. I think five years ago, uh, I had the opportunity to uh, join the very beginning of Bowtie when I think our co-founders, Michael Chen and Fred Ahn, kind of committed to uh, focusing on the healthcare space and uh, thought it was too good an opportunity to turn down and uh, came in with the mindset of giving this a go. And that was five years ago and I'm still enjoying myself. I'm very glad of the decision so far. (laughs) (laughs) And as for the health strategy of Bowtie, I think we are a health-focused uh, virtual insurer. I think our differentiation is really, compared to our competitors, really health-focused. And we look to leverage technology to not only provide greater coverage, medical coverage for our customers, but also we look to uh, how to leverage technology to make them healthier uh, in the long run as well.
0: Yeah, that's uh, great. And uh uh, I'm also uh, one of your customers. Uh, definitely, I'm very satisfied with the services uh, Bota has provided. So maybe let's come back to the recent collaboration uh, on the Cancer Early Screening Program for NPC. Just to uh, want to get a, a sense, how would you build this project? Like, what would you expect from such collaboration? And what kind of changes have you seen to foster such opportunities? So, So basically, why now?
1: Mm. Um, Just to give your audience a little bit of background about Take-Two and uh, what we have collaborated on. Take-Two is a company started by Professor Dennis Lo from Chinese University of Hong Kong and they offer quite a unique test. It leverages the technology that stems from Professor Lowe on applying to the NIPT, the Non-Invasive Paternal Testing Test. Essentially, the insight was that tumors would shoot off micro-DNAs that is tumor-specific in the plasma, and they found ways to detect it, and therefore, Um, potentially more accurately to detect NPCs, basically. So just a bit of background statistics on these. um, They are 97% sensitive, 99% specific. And why we thought it was a good idea to offer it to our customers was there's a problem at hand where the NPCs currently, most of them are diagnosed, 90% are diagnosed in the late stages. And comparing to the early stages, the survivals uh, differ greatly. So when we learned about Take 2 and when we collaborated and we did some studies on what it potentially can do, what we expect through this collaboration is we are going to be able to pick up um, earlier cases of uh, MPCs. So from 10% usually detected to 80% of the cases detected in this program should be the early stages. And what we expect from that is the treatment, the survival uh, should be a lot more optimal for these customers. So as for what, what do we expect from such collaboration? I think, as mentioned, we are a very health-focused insurer. And what we want to do is to be able to engage our customers so that they have better long-term health outcome. And I think this initiative potentially, well, scientifically satisfy that requirement. And what we hope to do in the next year and a half is we're going to offer about 1,000 to tests to our customers. From our calculation we expect to be able to pick up at least a couple of early cases and we hope to be able to follow this up and actually demonstrate that such early screening does impact long-term health outcome for the better and secondly I think engaging customers as an insurer um, on preventive health it's not something that is commonly done and I think there's a lot of experience to be gained as an insurer in these projects so what we hope to do is to treat this as a pilot, learn from the experience, and hopefully to scale this up in the future as well. As for your last question as to why now, I think a couple of reasons. First of all, it goes back to why we are health focused and we want to make our customers healthier in the long run. I think everyone is aware of the issue of medical inflation. All of us is aware that it's driven by aging population and increasing incidence of chronic diseases it's not sustainable as insurers to remain as only a payment provider anymore, in my opinion, uh, and in both eyes position. So that's why I think that's the first thing. And the second thing is the science is advancing rapidly. I think the field of science has been very exciting in the last 20 years. Uh, I think CRISPR is an example, and with the recent example of COVID, the mRNA uh, vaccines, all of these are promising to, um, there's many, products coming up from the field of medical science that promises to make the long-term health outcome better. So how do we actually use that to combat the potential long-term issue of medical inflation is something that we're working very hard on at both Time.
0: Mm -hmm. Thanks, Jackie. I think these are very, very good points. Um, Especially, as you mentioned, the uh, medical advancement has been evolving so quickly. Uh, We definitely have been putting a lot of focus around prevention, intervention nowadays, Uh, not only the insurer, reinsurer, and pretty much everyone in the ecosystem. And I totally agree with you, Uh, we definitely want to have this uh, firsthand data experiences as to how to look at the experiences from the customer uh, on the uh, prevention services offered. That will be very, very valuable as well. So um, where are we right now and any initial findings or lessons learned from the whole process?
1: Okay. I think... Where we are uh, at the moment is we're identifying customers who are high risk of NPC's mm-hmm. and we want to target them. So what this means is male in gender, 40s to 60s, with or without family history of NPC's, with or without histories of uh, Epstein Barr virus infections. So they are our target, and we are inviting them and hoping that as many of them as possible would take our offer and come and get screened. We are um, making good traction on the uptake, but the message we learned so far is how to articulate the message that why the MPC testing matters to this target group is the key. So I think I'll broadly categorize there's two types of people out there. What we learned is one of those is the health conscious type. So they're very likely to be agreeable to get screened. Um, provided that they understand there is such offer and what this offer is about. So for us, like our learning is geared towards how to efficiently disseminate the message towards these type of people, um, which within our insured group. Mm-hmm. But I think the second group, which sadly is the majority, is the less health conscious type, where they they're, the concept of preventive, preventive health or why they t- should get screened in the first place is weaker. And for those, we have the extra layer of work where we have to articulate the message of why they need to engage with us in the first place. Mm-hmm. So for those, like we're refining the message of how to, for lack of a better word, scaring them into taking actions. I think we found through different testing of different messages, what I quote unquote sensationalizing the message uh, factually, mm-hmm. uh, that's how I describe it to my colleagues works and that's kind of what my team is working on what is the message that would resonate with someone who is not usually engaged with preventive health and i think through testing different messages we found that for example they get different response rate click rate um, in their emails and uh, different sign up rates so that's the major learning we engage in so far how do we actually get the message across Mm
0: -hmm. That's actually very interesting. I mean, sometimes when we think about, oh, we, we package a great uh, product or product proposition, and then the clients will be just like, yeah, I mean, you know, like right in there, right? But sometimes it's just not the case. Those so are definitely coming back to the customer journey and uh, uh, lying in a lot of details. For example, I believe we probably do a lot of A-B testing to just test out the, the responses, uh, different reactions from the customers. Uh, that's also a very interesting experience to, to share, yeah. So uh, maybe I'll change the angle a little bit just to zoom out and look at the whole health and wellness space. Um, So there seems to be two spectrums. Some insurers focus on the wellness part because they believe it drives customers' behavior change and will see long-term benefit from healthier customers. Uh, However, there are others that are more focusing on the diagnostic technology and early screening uh, as they believe it has like short term impact to their financials. So of course, this kind of initiative also costs more. So what's your view on this and does Bulltie take a certain steer?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to take a cop-out answer on this and argue that as insurers, we should engage for both. Mm -hmm. I think. They occupy a different space within the preventive health spectrum, and they have their unique challenges. In Bowtie, I think we aim really to tackle both. I'll start with what I think about the wellness first. I think they are potentially the quote-unquote more meaningful uh, initiatives in the sense that they have the potential to impact a wider group of audience and... They have, economically, I might add. I think looking at past experience of what insurance industry has done within the wellness space in general, I think the experience tends to be that it's limited scope in campaign-based. I would mention that basically there is not too much examples where the insurer was able to demonstrate that such wellness program cause long-term positive health behavioral changes in a sustained fashion that led to an improved health outcome. I think and that is what is lacking. That that is what an ideal wellness management wellness program should entail. So I think in that space, the challenge is how to kind of identify initiatives that would impact such changes. And the next key is how to actually back to my initial point, articulate those messages so that the, the behavioral change does occur. I think the engagement is key. The quality of engagement in these wellness programs and actually finding a mechanism to monitor the effectiveness. So this is what I really would hope to do uh, for Bowtie uh, looking for opportunities. I think uh, looking wellness program, I think uh, I mentioned that It has the potential to cause greater changes i think smoking cessation is one that i have in mind that if done right it really has the potential to make bigger impact but for diagnostic tests you mentioned i think they are for a different group they are by nature uh, more suitable for a a smaller niche uh, of the population and i think one of the first challenge i see in that is how to identify the target high-risk groups and how do you actually efficiently engage them and secondly, like you mentioned, they tend to cost higher. Um, so how to kind of the funding model like uh, usually a second topic as well. But on the other hand, I think because they tend to screen for early disease, the potential impact for that specific individual is of course immeasurable. So, and I think lastly, one, one of the challenges in that space is there's a lot of companies coming up with new screenings and diagnostics yeah. and how to actually decide on one that the science is solid and it has a good return um, in terms of scientifically backed. I think that is also key as well. Mm-hmm. So we, I, I think ideally we should look at both and actually try to tackle both problems.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think you're absolutely hitting the exact point and also there are a lot of aspects to consider when we try to offer for example diagnostic solutions. as you mentioned how to uh, vet the science itself and even um, how to actually consider that when we've already offered certain products to the uh, insurance so there might be a financial impact to that as well so uh, but very exciting space right Yeah, so uh, maybe lastly, I'll just ask about, like, maybe um, Jackie, you can talk a bit about the upcoming projects and what Bultai aims to achieve uh, on the health side in 2023.
1: I think for 2023, I think we've got a couple of areas that we like to focus on. I think the first is, like, on the preventive health initiatives, such as Take-Two's collaboration with SCORE. We have a couple more lined up in the pipeline. I think one of them is, uh, for example, a, with a company called GenVCare Care and the pharmaceuticals Merck, where we are looking to offer genetic testing uh, for elevated diabetic risk for, for the future for individuals who are, have not yet had diabetes. The company itself is from another professor within Chinese universities of Hong Kong. Um, the technology is based on her research on 30,000 individuals over the course of 30 years. So we're very excited to uh, look to launch that soon. And again, like TIC2, we hope to be able to identify individuals who are at high risk of diabetes in the future, and we hope to engage them so we can manage that risk better together with the insured. So that's one area. The second area is we look to further our insurance product collaboration, especially on the health side. We have, um, for example, a partner with our partnering hospital Glen Eagles with a insurance rider that is specific to the hospital. And that has been very popular so far. And uh, we look to expand on that and perhaps with more partnering hospitals as well um, to provide medical insurance that is has a differentiation on the health product side. On the third area, perhaps not a lot of your audience might be aware, but Bowtie operates own clinic where we look to uh, use that as an engaging point to our customers, on the, especially on the space of preventive health. That has been going very well, um, and we look to expand that service where we hope to engage with more of our customers and use that as a point to educate them and get the screening done for them to identify their uh, suboptimal health as well. And lastly, like I mentioned, I think we're very health focused in virtual insurer, so working more on our technologies to better engage our customers and to actually remind them about either the usage of preventive health correctly or engage in the correct behavioral changes is also one of
0: our key targets as well. Wow, it looks like you have a full plate to to go for uh, 2023. But uh, definitely, it all sounds very, very uh, exciting initiatives. I think, especially when you talk about uh, you actually own a clinic that definitely helps uh, with a lot of uh, tests and learn. Uh, small projects, small things you can try uh, without much, I guess, additional cost or operational uh, needs from outside. Yeah. So that's fantastic. I mean, uh, hopefully uh, looking forward to all uh, all these initiatives in the new year and uh, hopefully um, SCORE can be a a partner and uh, help you with uh, some of the projects as well. Uh, So thank you so much, Jackie, for joining us today as our uh, guest speaker. Hopefully, uh, this will be an uh, interesting talk for our audience.
1: Thank you for having me, and thank you for giving me a platform to share what Bowtie is doing to the audience. Thank you. Thank you.